I'm so sure the sensors are there to warn you when something's fucked, but the sensor is what's fucked. <laughs> There's a sensor for the ABS sensor. Whoa, whoa. How it works is you scan it. You scan the computer. You scan the fucking car with the computer. And it goes, whoa, whoa, I'm trying to talk to the ABS sensor, but it's not telling me anything. There's right. something wrong with it. I'm like 80% left ear. Oh, so that's not just me. Check, check. Ooh, that's... Uh, it was better. Oh, uh, you know what, dude? Check, fucking bumped into this thing the other day oh yeah yep check oh Check. that's, that's, oh, that's way good. better wow is it like pristine yeah yeah stop crying you sniveling ass stop. where did you go to college i didn't weirdest thing ever to burp and then go yeah i better get a nice cold beverage hold on get a nice peroni oh fuck america's favorite beer what are those pants? Are those uh, J. Crew? These are uh, test pants. Oh, you went with the khaki test pants. Also, I have a bone to pick with Nordstrom. Oh. No. The rack. Oh yeah. I ordered more test pants from Nordstrom like three weeks ago, and they're just not fucking here. I think I ordered my test pants from Bezos, which was not a good move. Cause I hate him. Yeah, what the fuck? Did dude. you did you pick up any Amazon? Do you have any Amazon? No, I don't have shit. I um, I like blew up my account, but that's a different. That's a story for a different day. I fucking hate them so much. So I'm just not really watching anything, or I'm just pretending the stock market doesn't exist for a while. Well, it's a good time now that we're bearish. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, thing. Fucking classic. The economy's doing great. Oh, it's so good. Um, let me just fire this text message off. Oh. He's texting. If I pull that off, will you die? Send that <sighs> and then go down here. You got, dude, you got to watch the staircase too. The, the docuseries. I mean, the uh, HBO version. Just finished it. It's honestly really fucking good. Yeah, I want to watch it. And it's been long enough since you've seen the documentary where there's naturally going to be stuff that you forgot about. Right. Things you forgot about. Ooh, that was like a perfect double. That was an imp- that was an if impression. we were recording and you were doubling the vocals, we would have kept that take. Okay, shall we start? Yep. I'm so sure can. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 164 of I'm So Surecast. That's right, the one show that gets you going, keeps you going, Hello. and makes you keep going. You were saying? Something about going. Uh, was what I it? saying something? I don't know. You were going somewhere with the going. We decided that Peroni's taste kind of like Heineken's, but not as bad. If someone was like, can you do something to this Heineken to make it taste drinkable, it would be this. You know what I mean? Right. It's a Band-Aid on a bullet wound, but it, it suffices for the time being. Right, dude. 
Oh, man. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. By the way, a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. I get the analogy. Yeah. But if you have a full bullet, not shrapnel, but a whole bullet lodged in your arm, right? Yeah, yeah. And you put a Band-Aid over that, and it stops the bleeding? Yeah. You should be fine, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't get an infection. Yeah. But the bullet itself... As long as it doesn't hit an artery or a bone, just wedged in there. Yeah, or what if it went like clean through? That's an even better point. Right. I'm guessing a the, clean through bullet hole with two band aids should be fine. I just think if it went through you, it might be a big old hole. It might be too big for a band aid. Maybe that's the saying. That's what that's what they mean. Well, I think the saying is it's a it's a like sweeping something under the rug. You know, it's right. You're not really fixing the problem. That's why I think it it in the analogy the bullet is still in you. Right? Because you're just covering up. That's the real equivalent of sweeping something under the rug. Right? Right. The shit didn't leave the house. You didn't clean it up. Like the bullet didn't leave your arm. You didn't clean it up. Right. You just patched it. Right. So I don't know. We'll have to uh, get to the bottom of this. Write in if you think we're wrong. Yeah, write in. Tell us we're dumb. Text us if you think we're right. And email us if you think we're wrong. Ah. Anyway, we had a uh, wedding this weekend, a wacky wedding. No, that's true. No, we did. Yeah, we did. No. You probably sat down and were like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Right. And I just reminded you what we'll that talk we, about. we spent the entire weekend together. That's true. In Ithaca, New York. Technically Lansing. I'll tell you, it's not very close. Not very close. It's a long drive. Long drive. Not the, the best. The drive out there was not as was not great, but the drive back was fucking miserable. Well, so the I knew it was going to be like that. So Oh, the, you knew? Well, I knew the flight home is always worse than the flight there because no, true. you've now extracted from the the tedium of travel the excitement for where you're going now you're just dealing with the travel right so the flight home is always worse than the flight to the destination originally yeah, cuz there's nothing like exciting coming your way or whatever so uh you and Kev are supposed to caravan uh me and Karen yeah yeah uh i mean this is a casual plan well, so I also get, uh, I get stressed out. So I know that you guys wanted to leave at nine, right? Around then. Yeah. It, it was probably better that we left a little later because I forgot it was Friday and there was rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Kev was really pushing for like 10, right? Yeah. And then so immediately I'm a people pleaser. Right. So I'm like, okay, there's you were you were in a tough spot. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's two people that want to leave at nine, and there's one person that wants to leave at ten. Yeah, but I hope I never uh, made you feel pressure because I didn't care either way. I liked the idea of the caravan, right? But if you were like, yeah, we're leaving at ten, I wouldn't have cared. Right. Yeah. But, right. I don't know. And then so I was like, all right, how about nine forty-five? Right. 
And then yeah. 9.45 came and I was like, bro, there's just no way we're going to fucking, they're going to be waiting for us forever. And I'm going to, I'm just going to be so stressed out. <laughs> because nah, it was actually fine because it was around 9.30. Well, it was fine because you didn't wait for us. Right. That's why it was fine. But, but it was still close. So at the time I'm thinking your ETA to meet up is 9.45, right? Yeah. So Karen was like, well, I'm going to like honestly need you to stop. I got to stop saying like. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm going to need you to stop at the Dunkins up the road anyway. That drive through is probably going to take 10 minutes. So just have them meet us there if they want to meet up. So I was like, all right. That would that means that at 945, you guys are ready to leave. You just go by our house and just meet us at the uh, Dunkin' fuck. Right. So I was like, all right, that'll work. But you guys were delayed a little bit anyway, which is fine. Again, this whole thing's totally fine. I'm just describing what happened. Yeah, yeah. I think um I think most of the uh, well, I think <laughs> the me telling you guys to just check please. Don't feel like you have to wait for us was mostly sprouted from just my own stress and in in inner Yeah, cuz I I don't think you understood on Friday morning, we were just packing the car, hanging around. And Karen's like, oh, so like, what's 310? It's like, oh, like 930, 945. It's like, oh, okay. Like, there was no uh, tapping our foot by the door, checking on our, our watches. See, that's what my picture, though. Yeah, no, there was none of that. I picture like you guys sitting in the car at 920 and just being like, where the fuck are they? No, 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 no. And- I wouldn't have let that happen because... One, I hate do I hate being in your position, but also it's not a big deal. We would have just gone, right? You know. Yeah. So then we ended up leaving uh, Kev's at like ten oh six or something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, the hilarious part is Eric Sherlin storage is all over the map with his timeline. You never know where he is. Right. So Karen from a very different place than you. Yeah, they left from. Yeah, like 25 minutes. I'm going to stop saying like. They left about, I guess like was okay in that yeah, circumstance because sure. it, it really meant approximately. Um, They live about 20 minutes, 25 minutes away. So anyway, Karen and I get on the highway. We're driving. We're driving for probably 35 minutes. Mm. Then I'm in the fast lane, Fock. And I look behind me and I go, dude, I think this is Eric. Because you know the Raptor. It's very... Oh, yeah. Very distinct. And it has New Hampshire plates. Yo, yeah. And an idiot driving it. So then I pull in the middle lane. Because they're still probably a quarter mile behind us, doggone. And, Which you uh, must have closed in 10 seconds. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll move... So I said, I'll move into the middle lane. And I'll wait for the raptor to approach, and we'll see if it's Eric. And then you'll cut him off. Yeah. So the raptor approaches, and then Alyssa's just waving. And then I just snuck behind him, followed him the whole way. But what an interesting twist of events. The caravan we had planned on all week didn't happen. Right. And the caravan that we never planned came to be true. Yeah, so... uh I thought that was funny too, and and if you waited for us, you would have missed the whole thing. But I just got a um, hang on, I just got a uh, oh. so uh, to update everybody. 
I received my new car today. Okay. Yes. From Virginia. Not none too pleased with the condition of the vehicle. Uh, and I texted him and was like, oh, do you have a fucking return policy? And he's like, sorry to hear that. Can you tell me what's going on and why you're not happy? Blah, blah, blah. So later on, I'll tell him. But to update the um, listeners, right? Yes. Thing gets here four hours late, which is fine. Fine, dude. Uh, comes off the trailer. I'm like, okay. So then I just drive it, you know, 400 yards from where they dropped it off to my house. Why are you gay? Thing starts beeping like crazy. Fucking ABS sensors, brake warnings, fucking all this shit. I'm like, oh, great. Losing his mind. Get it back to my house. Put it in reverse to back up into the driveway. Realize there's no backup camera. I go, motherfucker. Ah. I'm on the verge of tears by the time we arrive at a spot, since I'm positive we won't have a decent table. Um, didn't have any fucking time to deal with it today because I was I was fucking balls. You're to an the, errand boy. Yeah, I was balls to the wall slammed with fucking work today, right? So parked the car, threw the keys, grabbed my dad's keys, took his car, drove like two hours away to um like north of the bumfuck New Hampshire to show a property we've decompartmentalized then came back after that did some more worky works and then was like okay i have a minute i'm gonna like scan the car take a better look at it scanned it bunch of fucking fault codes fine dude whatever it's mostly the vice president (laughs) it's mostly replacing like sensors and fucking yeah little tidy actuators and motors and shit which is shit that i don't ever want to do I would, you know, but it's fucking manageable. You ugly. I can do it. I also happen to notice that there's four different tires on the car, which if anyone knows anything about yeah, that's all-wheel drive, that is absolutely unacceptable. You will fucking blow your differential in like a fucking week. I fucked up. So got to buy all new tires. Um, got to buy probably like six or $700 worth of random fucking sensors and shit if I want to fix it. This is more than the budget of my whole project. Then I'm looking at the car. I notice that there's like a huge gap between the bumper and the headlight, which is never good. That means that it was probably in a fucking accident or they took apart the entire front end and have no idea what the fuck they were doing, putting it back together. Well, see you later. Then I start noticing like a few connectors and shit that are definitely not factory. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Hold up. Then notice the back of one of the headlights is just missing. Which is like a cap that, like, how the fuck? Ah. I don't see how that could ever possibly fucking happen. That you just put the headlight in without the back of the headlight. Yeah, that's like, fucking weird. what? Then I get in the car while I'm doing the scanning. And I'm like, well, well first of all, then I notice that the, the driver's door, does, door does, does not lock with the key. It makes the noise, but doesn't do anything. So that's a fucking actuator, whatever. I can deal with it. Locks with the key. But then I'm like, wait a minute, dude. When I looked at this thing online, it had a push to start button in the center console, which means if you have a fucking Audi with push to start, it has keyless entry and keyless start, right? So that means you don't have to ever take the key out of your pocket. You just touch the door and it unlocks. You sit in the car, you press the button, it starts, right? So I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, why the fuck is there a button here? But the keyless entry doesn't work. So then I press the button to start or stop the engine. Nothing happens. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. And I'm like, hang on a minute. And I pop the button out. Okay. The button's not hooked up to anything. 
How dare you? There should be a wire harness connected to the button, which then goes down into the fucking center it's a fu- console. It's a fugazi. And does whatever. So that's a fake button. Which means that the center console that's in that car was not the center console that left with that car from the factory. Okay. Now, for what reason would anybody ever replace an entire fucking center console in a car? Uh, there's a couple of things that could happen. Accident. Uh, main one that comes to mind is fire. Electrical fire. Right. Right. So now that's a possibility. Okay. Yeah. Because you said the car fox was clean, right? The car fox was clean. Um but still, like if someone had a center console fire and they put it out and then it right, that that's what I mean. So it's it's not like a casual traffic accident, right? Um, so now the car doesn't even have a feature that was like half of the reason that I bought the fucking car, right? Um, oh, what else? What else? Uh, there was some other shit. Oh, and like the fucking the nav system's like not hooked up, which I I'm sure I could fucking fix. If what I think is happening is happening, it better not be. And the fucking screen for the nav is like all scratched. Like it looks like someone took a fucking Brillo pad to the thing. Which one? The, oh, the console screen? Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like somebody who had this car was a fucking idiot mm. or something. And then like one of the fender liners, which you, if you're not an idiot, you. You know, you you put a fender liner back in and then you attach the screws, mm-hmm. which hold the fender liner and parts of the bumper in place, right? If you're a fucking moron, you put the screws in and then put the fender liner in. So now there's nothing holding the fender liner from just flapping around and like hitting the tire while you drive. Guess which one they did? The ladder? The ladder. So like you can like pull the fender liner back and see the screw that's supposed to be holding it underneath it. What the hell is even that? So definitely some janky, janky shit, dude. That does not sound good. And granted, I know my way around fucking Audis, so I can fix pretty much everything, minus there being like potential fucking frame damage, making the fucking bumper not sit right, and the fact that there's uh, a feature missing in the car that I thought was in the car that isn't in the car. Mm. Um, but fuck, dude, you know? So this is, uh, you've had this car for about, Five hours now. Yeah. And this is what you're dealing with here. And not to mention, this fucking... So, like, the whole time I'm, like, you know, dealing with with this one guy, okay? Texting him all the time for updates, whatever. They're definitely kind of fucking dumb, okay? Because I'm, like, yeah, I want to buy the car. He's, like, okay. And then emails me a paper so that I can sign the paper and show it to my bank. He, they don't even sign it. I'm like, hey, dickhead, my bank's not going to take a paper that only I signed. Yeah. So fucking sign it. And, and then he like, said, oh, yeah. Mr. Vice President. So then he signs it, sends it back. Then I said, you know, I get the loan, blah, blah, blah. Send them the check, yada, yada. Then like they'll do things like overnight me shit. But they'll wait until like 7 p.m. to drop it off. So the overnight is actually gets picked up the two next nights. day. So it Come takes on, two man. fucking days. It's like you are a car dealer. So I know that you can just fucking bring it to FedEx at any point. Like, I, come on. And then, um, for instance, they sent the car and I was like, so did you already FedEx me the title? Because, you know, you never send the car and the title together because then that means that the fucking shipper that 
shipped my car here could have just taken my car because it would have had the title and the car. Right. So you FedEx the title and you ship the car separately, right? He's absolutely right. And I was like, when will I get the title? And he goes, oh, well, when you tell me when you get the car and then I'll send you the title. I'm like, how does that make any sense? That makes no fucking sense, dude. You should have sent me the title like four days ago. I should get the title before I get the car. So then he's like, oh, okay, I'll see if I can send it sooner. So then he like goes to FedEx, two day ships it, but once again, drops it off at like 7 p.m. So now I have the car and the title won't be here until fucking tomorrow. So even if I wanted to register the car, I'm not going to be able to until like fucking Thursday because I'm a person with a job. I can't just fucking fucking wait all day long for FedEx to drop off a fucking package that I have to sign for and then go to the fucking RMV, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So now I'm like, bro, I fucking want to return this car because I'm already pissed. Because without... Did he comment on whether there was a return policy? He or just he- said, like, what's wrong with it? I'll talk to my manager tomorrow. So I'll I'll type a well-thought-out fucking email later. Um, Remember to do plenty of Adderall before you type it. Yeah, yeah, I will. But with so now without... So my plan was to get the car, go through it, see if there was, you know, anything that I could do, the little easy shit. And then drop it off at a mechanic and have him go through it. So now without even a mechanic looking at it, I know that I'm about like $2,500. I have $2,500 worth of repairs that I would do myself. Or like 500,000, 50,000, excuse me, 50,000, 4 million existing billion. <laughs> so now if I do all those repairs and then bring it to a fucking mechanic, he's probably going to be like, oh yeah, it needs like fucking $3,000 worth of other shit. Right. So now it's like, what, fucking almost six grand worth of shit on a car I just fucking bought that I bought to not have to do with fixing shit? Hey, at least. It's even got a cup holder. How's that smart? Now, granted, every single person where I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this car from like a different state, they're like, oh, are you sure that's a good idea? Yeah, but you didn't have many options. I honestly have no fucking options. I don't know if If, any of you... If this were uh, 2016, you would have had your pick of the litter. You know what I mean? Yeah, now I'm going to have to send this thing back and get like a fucking Ford Fusion with a dented bumper or some shit. Jesus. Well, hey, it's not your fault. You're you're just dealing with what you got in this day and age, you know? Yeah, frankly, when frankly when you look at what they're saying about me, it's I don't know who said that. You know. It's got it's mostly good things. Come on, man. Well, hey man, the car's here. It's queer. You better respect it. I'll be curious to see uh, if they do have a return policy. Yeah, me too. Because it probably isn't cheap to get the uh, uh, the rig to bring those things up here. It'd probably be about 500 bucks. That's the other thing, too, is they rolled, which is fine, rolled the price of shipping into the price of the car. Sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. And... um. I want a biggie fries and give me some shit to drink. And they charged me $800 for shipping. 800 Skrilla? And I was like, that seems a little pricey. Yeah, you can ship your car. Like if you were going to spend four months in Florida. Yeah. And you didn't feel like driving. You could ship your car to Florida for 500 bucks. Yeah, so I did get quotes, and it was about 500 bucks. Although gas is a little more expensive to now. To ship it back. Not there. sure if you heard, but... Oh, yeah, I did hear about this. So to ship it back to VA will probably be about 500 bucks if they accept return, right? Yeah. If they don't, 
then looks like your boy is doing some fixing. Jesus Christ, God, Jesus. Uh, granted. Why did that go so long? I don't know. Did You didn't do that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> sure, he just goes, <laughs> um, Granted, I can see that there's brand new valve cover gaskets on the thing clear as day. I can see there's all new fucking coolant hoses, which is fantastic. Mm. So they did some good, some nice shit. But there's a lot of super, super janky shit on this fucking car. Where if I if I went to a dealer and saw this car and test drove it and poked around, I wouldn't have fucking bought it. Mm. I can tell you that much. But since well, I could only later. go off of photos online, the photo in the photos it's fucking pristine, dude. And it has keyless entry in and the it photos. Supposedly has keyless entry because it's got the buttons in the fucking center console. Right. But you know, what the fuck do I know? Hey, man, you know what? The fuck to find out, you know? Your fate will really be sealed by what his email says. Honestly, I'm, I don't know if you guys know me, but I'm pretty fucking easygoing. So he's very easygoing. If they go, nah, man, sorry, fuck you. you it's your car now. I'll just go, eh, all right. Yeah, he doesn't care. And I'll fucking deal with it. He doesn't care. But if they go, yeah, we'll take it back. Just pay for shipping, which is like 500 bucks. I'll go. Fine. He doesn't care. I'll do it. Fine. I'll send it back. Yeah. Send me my $11,388 back. If he wants bread and they only have potatoes, he'll do it. I'll fucking do it, dude. You don't think I will? Uh, he'll do it. And then I'll start over from square one, baby. And then I'll start looking at cars that are only local. And it's probably going to be like a white Mercedes that everyone told me not to buy that I wanted to buy. Or the fucking the fucking 540 uh, E39. Why did everyone tell you not to buy the Mercedes? Everyone has a problem. Everyone said it's it's like... I don't know. Oh, is this the old lady car thing? You're yeah, about? yeah. Everyone was like, "It's not you. You're. It would make it, you're. It's like a douchebag car." And I was like, "What the fuck, douchebag?" So car. since a, a sock, so that means that only soccer moms and douchebags can drive that car. So does this mean that soccer moms aren't douchebags? I think they're, they're calling different... soccer moms douchebags. Could be. You know what I'm saying? What is a soccer mom anyway? So I define a soccer mom as a mother, who has. Children that play soccer. And she's always blonde and has big tits. Usually. Usually blonde and has big tits. Drives them to soccer games. Yeah, so cuts up the little oranges. In her vehicle. Puts them in the, yep. the Ziploc bag. Yep. And cuts them with the skin still on and like the little slices so that they can put them so in the mouth. So a and look soccer like mom is any... Looks like mouth guards. Suburban woman living in America. No, not necessarily. I'm telling you, I played soccer all through grammar school. And technically, those are all soccer moms, but they don't fit the stereotype. Okay. Soccer mom tends to... Well, if it doesn't fit the stereotype... Okay, continue. I'm saying soccer mom... The definition must be a little bit more precise because the idea of the soccer mom conjured up by that phrase is always hot so for me no no for me it's more of an occupation than a than a physical description uh, okay maybe I'm... i know what you're saying though like you're thinking more of like a stacy's mom soccer mom yeah i just think of a fucking mom who's just like 
you know, don't worry about it, honey. There's always next time. At least you, pl- you if you played as hard as you could, that's all that matters. Right. Just a typical let's go Norman to, Rockwell. Let's go mom. to Friendly's. We'll get you some ice cream. All right. Fair enough. That could be it. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, never, you know, it can be interpreted however one wants to interpret it. Hey, man, you know what? Don't worry about it. You didn't offend me. I'm wrong, all right? I was hoping to offend you, but that's fine. I'm wrong. Uh, I fucked up. The other thing, too, is my brother has this, like, old A8, an Audi A8. He does? And I and I hate the color. It's, when did he get the A8? Well, he bought it to flip it. He bought it from a, a old dead guy. Interesting. To detail the tits off of it. And then Was the guy it, dead before he bought it? Yeah, yeah. So the guy died, and then he bought it, and then my brother bought it from the dead guy's son. Oh, so he bought it from a young living so guy. So he was like, this is my dad's car if anyone wants to buy it. Got it. It's older. Okay. I hate the color. It's champagne. It's like the champagne gold. Like the moon dust? Like the moon dust. I'm going to look this up. And the interior is... Beige, which if anybody knows anything about me, I fucking despise beige interior. I if okay, if the if the dashboard and the steering wheel are black, I'll deal I'll deal with like tan seats. But if the dash and the fucking steering wheel are tan the color? Fuck off. Yeah, that's the color. That's way newer than the one. Type in um uh type in two thousand one. A8, just to see if it's the right body style, and I'll tell you. Uh, what about this one, fuck? Yeah, why don't you keep fucking sucking? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's the car. Wait, this one? Let me see. Just don't swipe right. Yeah, yeah, it's one of these. It's It's literally, it's literally one of these. It's like that. That's the first one I showed you, you fuck. Yeah, it is. But you we're going like this with your finger in front of the screen. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, it's the whole thing I do. So I know that I could probably buy that off him. You know what I mean? If push comes to shove, which push is is yeah, quickly coming to shove. But he wants to, to make shove. some money. He does want to make some money. And I'll pay a little more than he paid for it, you know? But also, dared. I fucking hate the goddamn tan interior. Right. But beggars cannot be choosers and push sometimes comes to shove mm. yeah. and when push comes to shove shove wins shove wins he's right when you need a goddamn car you just get a car not to mention that's a v8 uh the a8 and uh gas is 37 dollars a gallon because some of you idiots voted for a fucking democrat but that's neither here nor there um, and it, it's it, whatever happens happens, and it's it's cool, baby. Cause you know why? I go with the flow. Yeah! Oh, it is doing the thing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's doing the thing. Hey, man. At least at this point, um, we're back to five dollars a gallon. Relying on the Middle East. The average person that's still around that supports Biden. Yeah. Right? Yep. I'm not sure if they exist, but if they do, 
The irony is they likely would not like George W. Bush. Yeah. Is there any conceivable difference between George W. Bush and Joe Biden? Not really. Pushing yeah. us into pointless war after pointless war. And I'm not just talking about the Ukraine. I'm talking about uh, uh, Syria. I'm talking about, And then we're our dependence on Middle Eastern. It's so funny. Every single person I know that voted for Biden was seething, foaming at the mouth during the Bush years. And you go, but you just voted to bring us back. It's the same person. What is the difference between... This and George Bush. Frankly, we're not sure. We're going to wait and see. Right in. If you can point out major differences between Biden and George W. Bush, please write in. Also, with that being said, Derek. Uh, oh? Motherfucking. I think we got a, uh, an email. We got an email. Somewhere. We got to have an uh, email. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? No, like when there's a little theme song thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, he's right. Yeah. Good call, dude. We'll get that. What, dude? What is it? Oh. Boo, you silly, silly goose. Okay. Mary fuck kill. Leg pain edition. What edition? Leg pain. Okay. Pulled groin, razor oh. scooter to the shin, oh. or broken toe. Now, okay. this is very interesting to do marry, fuck, kill, because, like, what does that mean? If you marry the thing, you just- No, I got mine. It happens to you every I day. I already got it. All right, go ahead. Read the options again. Oh, I'm sure he already has it, but- I do. I just can't hear what uh, one of Pulled groin. Yep. Razor scooter to the shin, broken toe. So I marry broken toe. Really? Yeah. Okay. I fuck pulled groin. Okay. And I kill Razor Scooter to the shin. Because I'm going by my emotions when all those things happen to me. So I'm going to kill Broken Toe just because the the pain from a broken toe will last much longer, in my opinion. Uh huh. So let's just kill that. <sighs> Razor scooter shin hurts a fucking lot. Yeah, you want to kill it. You get the thing is when you break your toe, you get injured. When you get a razor to the shin, you get furious. No, so, you do, and so it hurts really bad. He needs to be killed. I'm probably gonna marry pulled groin, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck razor scooter to the shin. Wait, but doesn't marry to pull groin mean that the long of all those things, the longevity? That's the highest you would choose the pulled groin. Yeah. But you can walk around with a broken toe and be fine. You can walk around with a pulled groin and be fine, too. If you said you're going to play the biggest show of your life, you're going to open up for Young Trigger and Paul McCartney. Yeah. And you can have a pulled groin when you do it or a broken toe, I'd pick the broken toe. Yeah, well, you're not a fucking drummer, dude, so that makes sense. Oh, right? yeah. Good touche. What, am I going to be do doing double bass with a broken toe? That's a great point. If I was opening for Young Trigger, I'd take a Razor Scooter to the shin. Yeah, I'd, I'd take a gun to that. Right. 
<laughs> All right, so we did. Are we the complete opposite on this? I'm marrying broken toe. Yeah, I'm killing. I'm fucking pulled groin. I'm marrying, and I'm killing razor scooter to the shin. And I'm fucking. Yeah, so we're totally inversed. Yeah, boo. We want to know what yours was too. By the way, you can't just fucking not tell us, you know. Yeah, but he couldn't send it there because it would influence us. That's true. No, that's true. So send, do a follow up email, boo. If anyone else has any other shit, send it to uh, it's dot the dot yeah, where's the where's the riddle guy? He's gone. Fucking died. I think he got mad because I was solving him too quickly. That could be it. And I'm not even a good. Those riddles were like watered down riddles, because when you're, uh, you know, when I'm in the Sunday golf group and one of these guys asks me a riddle, I'm a total moron. The ones that were emailed in, I got pretty quickly. Um, while we were in Ithaca, we invented a new Frisbee game. And yeah. uh, it's great. Not only did we invent a new Frisbee game, we probably invented the greatest game of all time. And actually, it's good that we're getting it on the record here because we told so many people about this Frisbee game. Yeah. The reception was... Oh, overwhelmingly positive through the roof so i know for a fact in a year i'm gonna be at a party and someone's gonna say hey uh do you know how to play this and it's gonna be the game that i co-invented yeah like i kept going up to people are we not saying the name no purpose? let's say it now let's get it on record we invented a frisbee game so it's june 2022 on june 11th yep we invented a frisbee game called Pivot. And that would have been around uh circa probably six or seven seven PM maybe. No, no, no. No? Dude, this is the day of the wedding. Oh, that's right. We did it in the morning. This is circa like eleven AM. That's true because the night before we just played regular frisbee. Right. Okay, gotcha. All right, so here are the rules of pivot. Matt, well, we- first of all, before we even get into that. Oh. I we were so just pumped about it and word spread like fucking wildfire at the wedding at the wedding because because at the wedding i was like man i can't wait to talk to people about this every single person i went up to i was like <laughs> oh bro we invented this sick fucking game called pivot their response was yeah no i heard all about it yeah because i'm like wait a minute probably talk to me first how, how, how do you and everyone's like bro it's just the greatest thing anyone's heard of. it's it's all everyone's talking about at this wedding it's spreading through the wedding like wildfire. Here are two reasons why I, I it reinforced how great the game was. One, it's easy to explain. Mm, very. That's a win. Yep. Because it makes sense to people, which means it's not stupid. Right. And two, everyone said, oh, that sounds cool. And a lot of our friends are a little cynical, glass half empty. Mm. You know what I mean? They kind of look for holes to poke. Yep. They were all like, that sounds great. One of my favorite parts about it is it's it's truly a gentleman's game right. because y- just honesty and integrity and and giving it your all is is one of the keys to this game all right so here's what you do here it is let's say you got three people three. You, can, you can play it with however many people you want you can probably go up to like six before it gets a little crazy i think dude if you got a big enough field you could go you could go pretty far you just got to remember your own score yeah, it's gonna go forever. Yeah, that's one of the rules is you have to remember your own score and you shout it out before you throw the frisbee every time. 
All right. Matt Boucher will like this game, I think. All right. So you're about, I don't know, what were we, 50 feet apart maybe? Yeah, I'd say that. And and you can do whatever distance you want since, you know, we, we got we got pretty far away at some points because we're fucking nasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't matter the distance. Right. But I'd say we were about 50 feet apart. Sure. So here's the rules. Uh, it rewards the throw. The toss is the key. Yep. So the the person you're throwing to stands planted on the ground. You can do a wide stance if you want. Wide stance is best, I've learned. So I'm going to throw you the Frisbee. Here it comes. It's in the air. It's coming right towards me. If you can catch the Frisbee without moving your feet and catch it, that's three points for me, the thrower. Yep. Because I threw it so well, you didn't even have to move. I just caught it. Now, if I throw it a little outside where you have to move one foot, one foot always has to be planted. So the other can move to lean in to catch a throw. If if you're able to catch that while only moving one foot, that's two points for me. Hence the name of the game, pivot. Yes. If you can just pivot on one foot and catch the Frisbee, that's two points. And you go to 21. And if someone throws the Frisbee and you can touch it with one foot still planted, that's one point. But you don't catch it, that's still just one point. Now, I know you're asking. So let's say you're the catcher. You're in the lead. You got 20 points. The guy throwing to you has got 19 points. So if you catch his Frisbee without moving, you could throw the game. If you weren't a gentleman. But, no, I came up with the thing, remember? Oh, that's right. You did come up with this. That So part of the reason I liked the game so much is is the gentlemanly part right there. Like, you would never do that. That would be unacceptable. In this yeah, game. yeah, yeah. You would never do it. But Tim came up with a solution, so let's hear it. All right, so let's say I'm planted. I got to catch your Frisbee. Mm. Now, if I catch it, you beat me. Yeah, I do. So if I if you threw it... Well within my plant range, and I drop it or miss it, then I get subtracted points. And whether, or and the the other players come to a uh, agreement whether or not yes the point should be subtracted. It's basically or not. like an umpire calling a ball or a strike. Yeah, you know, gentleman's game. It's a great fucking game. It really is. We played it so many fucking times. It's great. I sucked after this, but in the second game we played, I threw a perfect game. He did. No, he did. And Every I, single I, throw was three points for and this then guy. I, and then I blew the the next like four games. Yeah, and then he prematurely. But you won the whole you won the whole series. I won the series. Yeah, yeah. Because you won three games. Yeah, I fucking killed it, dude. You did. And then we played Chinese ping pong. <laughs> we did. <laughs> dude, that was a fun house. That, that great backyard, the ping pong table. Yeah, and they said... Um, they, they liked us, right? They reviewed us. They said, great group. Well, welcome back great anytime. Great guys. Yep. Welcome back anytime, they said. Even though they... um, uh, Sorry. Even though the smoke detector was a hardwired smoke detector, which still had the activation strip in it, which means it wasn't on. And it was hanging by a thumbtack. Which means it wasn't connected to anything. And it was not connected to any... Hardwired wires because there weren't any. 
So there might as well have been a piece of toilet paper with shit smeared on it <laughs> hung on the wall. That would have had the exact effect on a fire in the house. Yes. As the smoke detector. Yes. And there's only that one. And actually upstairs there was another one I saw in the wrong location. It was on a, it was on a wall, which Dan Dan Sullivan knows it's not supposed to be on the wall. It's supposed to be at the the base and the top of every stairwell. So it should have been on the ceiling at the top of the stairs. Right. Not on the wall far away from the stairs. Yep. Because where smoke going to go, dude? It's going to go to the Those base. Those ones on the, the ceiling, the though, it's they're so... We have one at the base of our stairs. You sure do. At the top. Hardwired. If you want me to kill myself replacing the battery, that's the best way to possibly... Listen, I've done the it. The irony is... The most hazardous way. Well, the irony is the whole thing is to avoid a safety hazard. And the thing is a fucking safety hazard. Right. So now listen, are yours hardwired? No. I gotta replace these fucking batteries, fuck. Yeah, but hardwired still have batteries. So 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 oh. my question's valid. Okay. Well, what's the point of it? All right, what what's the difference between a hardwired and a non-hardwired? So if they're hardwired. And you set off one in the basement. Yeah. All the ones in the house will go off. No, they're, no, they're not hardwired. Well, if you take it off, you'll see wires. Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah, yeah, there's no wires. You're saying. No, there's wires. There's wires. Yeah. So they're hardwired. Yeah, but if one goes off, they don't all go off. Well, then you got a smoke detector problem, my friend. Wait, when you say wires, like I have the... Uh, yeah, I got the little prong that pops off. Yep, that's hardwired. Yeah. Yeah, like if you reach up, twist it, pull down the yes. smoke, and then just take your hands away, it'll just be dangling there by yes. the wires. Yeah, yeah, it's hardwired. Yeah. So in theory, if your hardwired smoke detector, now it depends on how old it is, really, but in general, I know about when you bought your place, and I know that Massachusetts code would have required that they be up to date. In theory, if you have to replace a battery in that smoke detector, it's because the smoke detector needs to be replaced, not the battery. Ah, uh, okay. For a hardwired smoke detector, usually you shouldn't have to change the battery, really. Like, maybe once. All right. But if, like, you change it and then it keeps beeping, guess what? It's the smoke detector, not the battery. I'm just saying the smoke alarm at the top of the stairs, it's not at the top of the stairs. It's on the ceiling above the third stair from the top yeah i don't know why they do that very dumb very very dumb again it's supposed to be there for my safety and it's going to be the thing that i break my neck fixing yeah it's so sketchy i had to i had to do one of those uh like change out one of those recently and it was very spooky how'd you do it i had to get um the little giant ladder like uh, okay and i uh I managed to like get it up there and it was scary, but the, but I did an even scarier one recently. There were like 20 fucking, I think it was like 20 feet, 20 foot ceilings. It was around 20 foot. Ceilings. Oh, that's the one you sent the picture of, right? Yeah. Which doesn't sound that bad. No, when, that's high. And when you look at it from the ground, you're like, yeah, that's kind of high, but it's fine. When you're on a rickety ladder, a little giant, that's fucking Every time you step, it's like bending and wiggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's fucking really spooky. Oh, and yeah. I did the whole thing with one hand because I was holding onto the Ugh. ladder with one hand and reaching behind me. Yeah, not good. So I like 
you know, took it off. Ended up just dropping the old smoke detector because like, fuck this. I don't want to die. Unscrewed it with one hand with the with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Took the base off. Put the new base on. Screwed it with one hand. Then I had to grab the connector with one hand and the smoke with one hand and like just connected them like with one hand, with one big old hand. Pretty good. Screwed it in. It was really impressive. My thing is, why is it the also less how, likely yeah. it is for house fires to happen? And I think this day and age, house fires probably occur 10,000% less often than they did 40 years ago. Well, Dan can let us know about that. But why did the less prevalent house fires are, the more smoke detectors and someone's going to say, well, the reason less house fires happen is because the smoke. No, that's bullshit. Well, no. The only reason that you have to deal with all the smoke detector bullshit. It's big battery. Is because you live in Massachusetts. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's all bullshit. It is bullshit. It's a way to generate more revenue for the fucking town. Yes. Oh, you want to do this? Do you have to have, you have to pay the fire department to come to your house to look at your smoke detectors? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So granted, I mean, in theory, they're making you safer. Yes, because if you if you go into these like random New Hampshire houses, you find like just one 40 year old smoke detector with a wood screw through the middle of the smoke detector, breaking the smoke detector. (laughs) Yeah. Just attached to a wall. And that's the only thing in the house. So basically the house doesn't have smoke detectors. Yeah. So it does serve a purpose. But at the same time. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not anti smoke detector. You're anti big battery. I'm just saying. I live in a 1,100 square foot house. Yeah. And I have seven smoke alarms in my fucking 11 square hundred foot house. Yeah. In what world does that make any fucking sense? It doesn't. And um, that's... Uh, I have a fucking nose. Right. So, so we know exactly where it gets excessive, right? So... Um, if I had a 4,000 square foot house, I would, the same amount of smoke alarms I have now would still be overkill. Right. So like in the seven, if you have a house built in like 75, right, you only really need one, one on each floor. Right. Which is fucking totally reasonable. You know, what's funny about, did you hear the thing that I did too? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's great. It reminded me of uh, the summer wind. The uh, my fickle friend. Oh yeah, dude. The summer wind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, so if I want to sell my house yep. or renovate my house, yeah. So that they'll go. This is not up to code. This is totally hazardous. Completely illegal. This is awful. And then I go, I'm not speaking my house. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying hypothetically. Right, right. They go, this is this is a fucking menace to society. This is disgusting. Yeah. If I go, all right, fine. I just won't do anything. I'll just keep living like this. I go, oh, yeah, that's fine. Right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, the reason you have so many <laughs> so is when it's me living there, it's because fine. your place was renovated recently. And by recently, I mean like within the past 10 years. Well, it, the, the place is built in 05. Oh, that's right. So I, the codes were probably pretty similar. They were. Yeah. Yeah, they were. So I think from the get-go, it was this fact. After 90, 
seven. There's a big change in 75 and then 97, I believe. And Dan right now probably just made this face because he was <laughs> impressed that I knew that. But I fucking change a goddamn shitload of smoke detectors, folks. It's yeah, you you really are like a... Uh, it's p- part of my job description to make sure that uh, the homes we sell are up to fucking code in Massachusetts. That's great. And then I have to fucking call the fire department and be like, hey, when can you come meet me? And then they come meet me when they say they can. You know what? You know what I may have you do one day? And then me? they always go, how much did this one sell for? And I go, that's illegal for you to be asking me. What is it? You can't disclose that. What's that? You, when a house goes under agreement, you can't disclose the price that it went under agreement for. You just have to wait until it closes and then it becomes public knowledge. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's pretty close. But luckily for me, I just go, honestly, bro, don't remember. Because I usually don't. Because there's so many just numbers and addresses swimming around my head that I just fucking forget. Yeah. Um, uh, We may go smoke detector shopping with you soon. Oh, also, there's a smoke detector shortage. Are you kidding? Not really, but kind of. Kind of am, but no. It's taxpayers' money. (laughs) Press that again. Just exactly how you did. Taxpayers' money. (laughs) That's a good clip. That's great. Just the echo of China. Isn't everything fucked now? Yeah, dude. Look at my car. Maybe maybe this will be good and the real build back better can commence where we go, yeah, let's just go back to 1983. We make everything here. Everybody's happy. Everybody's free. Like I was thinking the other day, I was um, Bud. I think it was Bud. Someone was reminiscing about the Little League days, right? Yeah. So this would be in the 90s. Where dads would just be watching the Little League game with a Miller Lite in their hand. Yep. Everybody was super involved. Everybody was having fun. Those days are gone. Now you go to a Little League game and it's like you're at church. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe if we just make everything a little more messy where we have, uh, you know, High-paying union uh, jobs, you know, the union can can deal with that. And we start making shit here again. Dude. Dude. Build back American, bro. Dude, this guy's talking about build back better. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Bill Burr, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. That was Bill Burr. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Good point. <sighs> Finally started succession after uh, years of Tim berating me, telling me to fucking start it. Guess what? Fantastic. Yeah, the only reason I really, I, because I hate when someone's like, I, right, you see this show? And I'm like, no. And like, every time I see him, oh, you got to see this show. I'm like, all right, fuck off. Never want to be that guy. But I knew that you would like succession. Well, and it was on my list. It was on my to-do list. No, I know. And, you know, I finished Billions. I finished Sopranos. I'm finished. It opened up a door. Right. And guess who stepped through the door? Succession. Yep. So here we are. I'm about four episodes in, and I'm fucking loving it. Dude. And it only gets better. 
And it only gets better, or so I'm told. It's so fucking good. Yeah, Succession was the first post-Breaking Bad show that gave my dramatic cock a little blood flow down there. What's the uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother guy? Um, Ro- Roman. He plays... I Dude, the Culkins creep me out. A very good, affluent cocksucker. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Completely out of touch with reality. Yeah. Sociopathic. Out of his fucking mind. Brilliant cast. Yeah. I'm a fan. And Shiv, you kind of want to, you kind of got a crush on her a little bit. I was talking to my cousin Bridget about this. Yeah. At Christmas time. She was like, I can't decide if Shiv is hot or not. And I was like, me either. No, me either. But also she's got kind of like a... um, there's this thing, though. She makes these faces. Yep. And she's got a lot of confidence. She's got a lot of confidence, but she blushes very easily. And she's not a pushover. Yeah, but that's a ginger thing. It is. Gingers can't hide their emotions. It's true. It's they like, don't have souls. It's like when my dog is crying, but his tail's wagging. I'm like, up, oh, caught you. You're full of shit. And he goes, damn it. That's what gingers are like when they blush. No, no, no I'm fine. And then Neo goes, do you have bread? Do you have any bread? You go, we have treats. I think that was a uh, Jay Moore, the actor. You would know him if you saw him. He was talking about this weird story about how he did a movie with Christopher Walken. Yeah. And he was like, Christopher Walken is the oddest fucking guy I've ever met. He loved him, but he said he was so bizarre. Wow. So they took a, they were on lunch break on the movie set. They had like one scene together. And Christopher Walken. They were just talking. And he goes, Jay, if you could have the ability to fly or have a tail, which would you pick? And Jay's like, what? Just fly? He goes, wow! And he goes, yeah, I forget where the story is even going. But the fact that he asked that question is bizarre. Yeah, a little bizarre. Very weird. Um... Yeah, that was a waste. Of, I thought I thought I knew the uh, punchline to that joke, but I forgot. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, we did. We decompartmentalized. Decompartmentalized. Anyone watching the January sixth, uh, whatever you call it, it's not a hearing because no one's watching, therefore no one's hearing. <laughs> no, but it's not a hearing because there's no two sides of the story. Just more of a berating. Just more of a berating. It's more of a berating. My question is, when exactly did people on the left become against political violence? January 5th, 1159? Yeah. They're all upset at political violence after a year of half the country burning down. How a nitwit like you get so tasteful? But, uh, oh, I got pulled over on the way home. Oh, that's right. Tell me about this. Here's why I'm so ashamed. Listen, and I said to Kev, and I didn't say it to you, and I should have said it to you. Don't fuck around in in New York, dude, because they they're so pumped to pull you over in New York. Yeah. Well, the reason I feel so ashamed is because I was very conscious of my speed. So, one of those roads that we were on forever, the two lane road, it was actually really scenic. It's very mountainous. I think uh-huh. it was maybe I eighty seven. Yeah. So, 
it's it's it was pretty um i mean i just described it as mountainous but the road was pretty flat you could see there there weren't a lot of places for for cops to hide right so i was uh very aware when i was above 80 to look out for cops yeah the whole time so this is like we've been driving for two and a half hours I've been going 85 most of the time. Unreal. And the other thing, it's six hours. I'm like, I got to fucking get home. Yep. Stupid in the long run. How much time did that actually save me going 85 or 65? Probably not a lot. But I was just like, whatever. And the whole time, I was very aware of cops. Yeah. And dude, I honestly do not know what happened. Um, I remember... Karen putting on Adam Carolla uh-huh. and me looking at her phone when she did it. And I just keep driving. I look up and the cops pulling me over. Oh, son of a bitch. But I don't know if he had caught me a mile back and I just didn't notice him or what, but I'm, I was so ashamed. Here's the weird thing about New York. I get pulled over. Right. And the guy must have thought I was like, good thing Karen was there because it was just me. The guy would have thought I was on like meth or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a dick to cops, but I'm not uh, very polite to cops. I'm very annoyed when I have an interaction with the cop. So, so was that like a, um, fuck, what's the fucking word? Do you mean to do that? Uh, it's both instinctual and kind of purposeful. Okay. I just, cause Kev's kind of like that. I just hate authority so much that when you're inconveniencing me, even if I did something wrong, well, actually, no, no, that's not true. Well, let me just finish this. So Kev doesn't think I'm talking shit. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Kev has this thing where if he gets pulled over, he's not necessarily like challenging the cop or being like a dick, but the tone of his voice that he uses when he's speaking to a police officer, it makes it sound like he's being a dick. Yeah. I even if the, he's not being a dick. That's what I have. And I'm always like, bro, whoa, adjust the tone. I had the same thing. Like one time a cop pulled us over and he's like, oh, your headlights out. And, and instead of being like, oh yeah, you know, like I've been having issues with it. Sometimes it goes out and I have to just like hit it. He was like, it goes out sometimes. I'll I'll get out and hit it right now and turn it back on. And it's yeah, like, yeah. well, could have said that a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not trying to be a dick, but maybe just the stress of being pulled over makes him do that. Right. And right now he's like, what? I do that or something? I, I usually don't take it that far. But I've been pulled over with Kev many times, and that was my, that was yeah, my interpretation. Yeah, I don't take it that far, but I'm, I'm never... Um, many times, like twice. I'm never that uh, jovial. Like, remember when we got with that moron... Sean. Yes. And we got pulled over. Um, yeah. And the guy wanted to basically like tow my fucking car because the registration had lapsed. Yeah, which is not you know, a good thing. Yeah. But then he let us go even though we were all cocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, I knew I was cocked and I knew... But even then, I there's something about it where I can't be... I'm so annoyed by the whole process of the idea of being like, oh my God, what? The thing, like, 
which is probably the smarter thing to do. Right. Be like, holy crap, the registration. I don't know. So the cop comes to the window and uh And you just go, What the fuck do you want? No, but he must have thought I was like fucking high or something because he closed the window. I rolled the thing down. I obviously knew I was speeding, so I wasn't challenging him. And Karen hands me the uh registration and the guy's at my window and I literally just look at him and I just hand him the license registration. He's <laughs> <It's> like fucking <laughs> And the guy's like, I'm pulling you over for speeding. And I go, yeah. Like, just like that. Yeah. The guy was probably like, this guy is fucked. (laughs) And then, is it, why is it that cops take 20 to 25 minutes to process everything? Whenever they go back to the car, it legitimately takes 20 minutes. I don't really know. And I think that, I wonder if there's like a key and peel skit coming out. Or anything where they do that, and then you just, and then you see what the cop's doing, and yeah, it's... and he's like watching a basketball game. In his yeah, car. I can totally see that. But anyway, here's how weird the New York thing is. And the guy was super nice. Like, I actually think the guy respected that I didn't give him the whole. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I wasn't even paying attention to the speed. Like, because I could. The guy definitely had a respect that i just took my lumps it was just like yep yeah because he was like super friendly right but he goes all right here's what you're gonna do you're gonna mail this to this address on he's pointing to the ticket yeah you gotta mail it by next week yep so i'm thinking all right it's the ticket so he goes mail this next week and then they'll send you the the ticket and he goes, you know okay. what? I, and he goes, you know what I mean? And I go, no. I go, no. So when I was being a dick, I was like, no. I, what am I doing here? He goes, the. He goes, this ticket in my hand doesn't even have a fine on it. He goes, you have to mail in the ticket to the county, and then they mail you what the fine is. You go, what if I just don't mail it? <laughs> I know that was my next question. I was like, what if I just don't mail it and never come back to New York? He goes, well, don't do that because then they won't know that I gave you a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. he's like that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, hey. But uh, isn't that a weird process? It is interesting. So I'm thinking he's going to give me a ticket for $300. Yeah. It's probably going to be more because going over 80 is a big no-no. Seems like a waste of postage. And just the whole process seems so Byzantine and annoying. Definitely Byzantine. <laughs> Why not just give me the ticket? I mail in a check or pay it online. Oh, that's what it was. Because he goes, he goes, yeah. So you're gonna take this ticket and and mail it in to this address, whatever. You got till next week to mail it in. And I go, oh, I can't pay it online. And he goes, uh, oh no, you can you can probably pay it online when the ticket comes. And I go, I thought this was the ticket. And he goes, no, 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 this is just the <laughs> citation. So he gave me a citation, not a ticket. Okay. So I had to mail it in to find out what it is. Yeah, that's so dumb. That seems like a bunch of bullshit. Seems like something I'm going to accidentally forget to do. Well, just do it. But you know what the worst part is? The re- I still had four hours left on the drive. And now I'm going, mm. now I can't speed at all. Right. That sucks. 
So I cruise controlled 70 the whole way back. Right. Uh. That does suck. <sighs> we were about a half an hour behind you on the way up. And when we finally did catch up with you, and then Eric texted us and said, set your cruise control to 78. This actually might have been when you pulled off. I can't remember. But he texted us and said, set your cruise control to 78 for smooth sailing or something like that. Wait, what? is this on the ride down? On the ride up. Yeah, we're yeah, on the ride that, to New York. That, yeah. So. And um, so we were like, okay. And Kev just set it to 78. And it was just. Yeah, 78 is great because. Fantastic. 80 is a big no-no. I think all cops forgive anything below 80. Yeah, I think if so. it's in if it's in a sixty or yeah, yeah. sixty five, um, eighty is a big deal. And then we were both and just I was going eighty seven. We were both just relying on computers to keep us at seventy eight miles an hour, and we were just. I can't believe I cruising. caught up to you guys. Yeah, dude. Wait, when we when? got separated, when Karen needed a piss, I couldn't believe we. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were gone for like an hour. Yeah, and then I get off the exit. And I just see the raptor, and I'm directly behind you and I. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was a fun trip. Great wedding. Oh, fantastic. The wedding was awesome. Fantastic. The fireworks were great. Oh, my goodness. It's a great time. That even, was had by all. We even took, like, puffs of cigars. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Those cigars are actually pretty good, fact. Yeah, they were pretty good, fact. Oh, and then the whole night we were looking for a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I saw one on the table. Yeah, I bummed one off the uh, kitchen staffer at w- when we were leaving. No, one of the bartenders. Mm. It's a ca- he gives me a camel crush. I'm like, sick, dude. When we get back home, we're ripping this. And then you just left it on the counter. And then when I got back home, I was like, I don't know if I even fucking want this. Kind of lost its luster. Yeah, if it, yeah, it really did. Yeah. And we had drank a lot, you know? So... Yeah, right. Yeah, like, so that's one of those things where, like, how bad did we want a fucking cigarette that night? But how glad are we that we could we didn't have any? I'm always glad in the morning that I didn't have any. Right. But there's something about when I'm drinking, it, it reminds me of that being in ninth grade, that rush of one of your friends stealing a dad's cigarette or something. Oh. Jesus. There's something that feels naughty about it now that I quit. It is very naughty. And that makes the cigarette a million times more unfucking believable. You know what I mean? I do. Listen, I fucking do. I just like the, you know. Here's what we got to do. Next time we go to a wedding, this is what we'll do for Eric's wedding. We'll each bring two cigarettes. Yes. That's actually brilliant. We're doing that. We'll do a Frank Underwood, keep it in a fucking picture frame or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. We're just carrying a picture around. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's not fun to buy a pack for a wedding no. and then take one out and smoke it. You get the two. It's much more ceremonious that way. Yeah, it is. And then you'll just like enjoy each fucking drag. Because you know this is the last one. Yeah. Yeah, it feels naughty. And if you have like fucking a whole pack, you're going to smoke six cigarettes. Well, so if Cooch were at that wedding, I would have smoked about six cigarettes. Exactly. So, and I was, if we were going into, cause we were supposed to go into town that day, but then like decided not to or whatever. I was planning on buying a pack of bucks. I was too. But then we invented pivot. We invented pivot and it was 10 times better. I, I'm not even kidding. I'm going to bet within the next three years, I'm somewhere and people are playing pivot. Oh, definitely. Honestly, if anybody in here, in here, what the fuck? If anyone listening is going to have like a. In the metaverse? In the audio verse. Is going to have a fucking cookout anytime within the next few weeks. 
let us know. We'll bring a fucking frisbee and we will play pivot. That's the other reason why I want a house so fucking bad is because no one throws cookouts. I would be the guy where once middle of May hits, I'm going to be like, we're doing a cookout every fucking weekend. Fuck. Right. Pivot. More pivot. Red meat. And your hand can handle. Dude, my hand is just now healing. Really? From pivot. Because my my, because of course we're we're fucking chucking zingers, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're fucking humming these things, and this and it probably actually got hurt more before we started playing pivot when we were playing like catch trick catch. Yeah, I, that's when I was really humming shit, but I kept like you know catching the frisbee, but the but the frisbee was hitting the web of my hand, and yeah. it ended up like bruising my web. I gotta get one of those. Uh... Hand uh, workout Strengthen things. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I really do. But yeah, so if they let me send my car back, I'm sending it back. If they don't, um, I'm fixing it. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and then Matt will have to let us know his merry fuck hill. Matt will let us know. Also email us random shit. It's dot 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 tims at gmail.com. That goes for Boo, DJ, The Riddler, fucking anybody. Anybody. Anybody listening to this, fucking please. Yes. For the love of fuck, dude. Sam Sullivan. Right Sam in. Sullivan, send us something, anything. <laughs> and I think that's it, dude, because now it's 73 minutes, and that's on the borderline of when Anchor doesn't like the length. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Folks, he's absolutely right. So I guess, you know. Um, fuck yeah. What else? We got some shows coming up at sales that we're going to have to. Uh, oh, yeah, we do have shows coming up. We'll disclose those. As we approach. As we approach the dates. As we approach. Oh, what the fuck? Let the As boy. we approach. What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm going to stop. We're going to stop. He doesn't say that. That's why I can't do it. Frankly, we're approaching. But uh, That anyways, was pretty good. Uh, fucking, I guess that's it, dude. So. All right, folks. Mind your own fucking business. See you next week. Have a nitwit like you get to the table. What? One, two, three, four. I suck at the For my head, I got a pencil full of lead and some water for my throat. I got buttons for my coat and seals on my boat. So much more than I needed before. I got money in the meter and a turbo heater. Oh, and now it's getting on the road. So they get sweeter. I got legs on my chairs and what my head. What the hell was even that? I'm and some shoes on my feet. I got a shelf full of books and most of my teeth. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean, should be. How do we Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to. I, I Most of the means and scripts for the scenes. I'm out and about, so I'm in with a shout. I got a favorite chat, but better than that. You even got a cup of How's that for Nothing's gonna bring me down. I'm out of the Five hundred thousand, fifty thousand, excuse me, fifty thousand, four million existing billion. Would you shut up, man? Nothing's gonna bring me down. the best of all? I've got my Oh, yeah, we...